You do a whole lot better if you go not so much by the book, but by the heart. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're tuning in. This is episode 53 of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast, and I am your host, Lewis Talby Jr. What if someone gave you a gift and you never unwrapped it because you were too busy or afraid of it? Well, that's exactly what we do when we don't follow our heart or pursue the gifts that God gave us. God gave every one of us a gift from birth and put it right there in plain mind sight. But we'll never know what it could be if we don't unwrap it. So let's get to unwrapping. Let's go. Well, Happy New Year. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and enjoyed the holidays with your family and friends. I know I sure did and have a full grateful heart. I just absolutely love Christmas time and the holidays. Not to mention my birthday's on New Year's Day, so I get a bonus there. Although as a kid, I didn't consider it a good thing because I always heard this is for Christmas and your birthday. I recently saw a cartoon in which three wise men were visiting baby Jesus at the manger, and as they were setting the gifts by his crib, they were saying, Now for the record, this is for Christmas and your birthday. (laughs) Well, I guess in his case, they were right. That's what I explained to my kids this year. This is why we buy each other gifts. It's not about the material gift or even the value. It's about giving joy and love to one another. It is the day we celebrate Jesus' birthday party, but we can't hand him a new pair of slippers. So we celebrate by giving one another joy and love. And we do all of this because we believe. The most powerful word in the dictionary is believe. Now I know I'm not the only one that still feels the magic or the spirit of Christmas. It's because I still hold those feelings of the magic in the air that mom and dad instilled in me as a kid. Then I went to sleep believing that there was a saint coming to put gifts under my tree. And I would watch in the sky just hoping to catch a glimpse of old Rudolph's nose. And I saw it many times. Now I step out and look up at the Christmas sky, full of hope and wonder and gratefulness for another year. And I believe for that, as strong as I believe that I saw Santa and his reindeers flying over. Truth is, I never saw Santa. But because I believed, he existed. I have never seen God with my eyes either, but I know for sure he's there. See, the greatest things that we will ever know are things that we can only see with our minds and hearts. And we'll never be able to see them with our physical eyes. I can't see love, but I know that I'm loved. I know that I have love for others. Think about it. This is powerful. This means that our greatest success or biggest failures are based on how firmly we believe. The great Henry Ford quote, If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Our lives are mostly affected by the way we think things are. That is powerful. This means that we can truly accomplish anything we believe. Jesus himself said that if we just had faith the size of a mustard seed, we could tell a mountain to move and it would. On the other hand, if we don't believe in something, it won't happen. This is how powerful our minds and spirits are. Now, I'm not talking about just visualizing a parking spot opening up when you get to the mall and bam, there it is. And I know there's authors and others that believe in that, and hey, it may work. 
But I can only talk about what I know. And what I know is that we have to believe we can achieve something before we can achieve it. Our minds are that powerful. You know, Albert Einstein dedicated his entire life to studying formulas for energy and the way things worked in the universe. And he said that imagination is the greatest creative force in the universe. And even better documented evidence, the Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And if we go a little deeper and understand the word substance in its original Greek form, we know that it stands for a firm foundation, or the real being, or actual existence. Or for my real estate friends, one sense of the word, in Greek, refers to a title deed, or legal document guaranteeing the right of possessing property. So you could say that believing is holding the deed to things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. We all have things that we hope for and things that we believe in, but too often we let our environment shut it down. We all have dreams and hopes, and the key is to act on them. I mean, it's so sad to me when I visit a friend at the end of their journey and know that they never achieved what was in their heart. They lived their entire life and died with dreams still in their heart because either they were too afraid to act on them, they just got too busy with life, or they allowed others around them to crush it. If you want to know the fastest way to crush a dream, tell it to someone else. Even loved ones. I mean, they don't mean to, but because they can't see it like you can in your mind, it doesn't seem possible. Look, don't worry about what anyone else says. What others think about you is none of your business, nor should you make it yours. Don't allow the fear of perception to rob us from our dreams. No one else can see what's in your heart or mind other than you so it's up to you to carry it out. To be honest, I need to listen to my own advice here. You know, my mom and dad taught me so much and instilled in me all the values that have enabled me to achieve everything that I've done to date. However, they both grew up in a different time. It was very difficult, and they had to work and scrape to keep food on the table. So when they got factory jobs as teenagers, they were grateful to have that secure paycheck, and they stayed there their entire lives. Because they grew up right after the Depression, security was the most important thing to them. I remember Dad used to get worried every year that he may have to go on strike when his union negotiated their new contract. Dad would always tell me, get yourself a good job with a good company, good health insurance, and security. And I did just that, and have been blessed to work for many great companies. But I've always had a desire in my heart to do my own thing, try my own businesses. When I was young and working as an electrician at the Marriott, I would take the business section out of the morning newspaper and slip into the locker room and read it. I didn't understand 90% of what I was reading, but I wanted to read about business owners and leaders, and I admired them. I knew that's what I wanted to do. I was actually a pretty good electrician and glad I learned that skill. Saved me and the wife a lot of money over the years. But I knew in my heart and soul that that was not the career I was destined for. I have accomplished a lot since then, and have been blessed far beyond what I deserve in my journey. But there's still a lot more that I want to accomplish. I sometimes find myself slipping into that day-to-day rut, and I have to remind myself of my goals and think about what I have to do to work toward them. I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions, but if it works for you, now's a good time to sit down and really think about what your dreams are and what you can do in 2022 to accomplish them. But the key is they cannot remain a year resolution. We have to make them a daily resolution. Consciously stopping every day and asking, 
What can I do today to get one step closer to my goal? It may be a very small thing today, but could lead to a bigger thing tomorrow. Let's say your goal is to run five miles by the end of the year. You put on your jogging shoes and head out into the neighborhood. But you only get one block and realize that you're toast and you can't breathe. Don't get discouraged. You took the first step today. Tomorrow, go one block in one mailbox. The next day, go one block in two mailboxes. I guarantee you will achieve your goal if you do this. But again, we have to resolute daily. You know, there's nothing more powerful than a changed mind. We can change our hair, change our clothes, our address. We can even change our spouse. But if we don't change our mind, the same experience will perpetuate itself over and over again. Everything outwardly changed, but nothing inwardly changed. As we head into another year, let's not just look ahead with our eyes. Let's look ahead with our hearts. What do we really want to do or be? Remember, God gave every one of us a gift at birth. And the awesome thing is that He didn't hide it from us. He didn't put it up on a mountain or under an ocean. He put it right there in plain sight of our minds. We can see it perfectly. And it's ours if we accept it and pursue it. God put the desire in our hearts to show us what we can accomplish, yet we question ourselves. We say, well, I'll wait until this happens or the timing is better. There will never be a perfect time. We just need to go for it. I promise if it's God's will and we set our mind to it, we will succeed. There's a Bible verse that says, as you think, so you become. So what are you thinking about becoming? And I'll end with this great quote by John Maxwell. I may not be able to change the world I see around me, but I can change what I see within me. And that will bring us to the end of another episode of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast. I hope you found some value in it, or at the very least found it entertaining. I hope you achieve all your heart desires in 2022. Happy New Year, and thank you so much for listening.